Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Are you uh, so how are you going to have your steak? And while we're at it, what do you, what kind of potato do you want inside? This is the Colleen and Bradley show. My talk one Oh seven one streaming live at my talk one Oh Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Um, and you know, the 4th of July is coming up. A lot of people are going to be grilling out. And, uh, I saw this, uh, survey of what people believe to be the best way to have your steak cooked. And I thought, we should just ask everybody, how do you want your steak? And while we're at it, what do you want on the side? I, what kind of I, potato do you want? Yeah, I, um, I'm always here for steak chat. I do want you to know that 21% of people surveyed prefer well-done steak to what? medium well. What? Which is asking, which is 20% surveyed preferred medium well. I, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I can understand medium. Anything beyond medium to me doesn't make any sense. That is my my preference as well. I always am when people say they would like it well, I like to gently ask them if they've ever tried it less well. Yeah, because I think that's where the flavor is. But that's just me. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. How would you like your steak cooked? And while we're at it, what kind of potato would you like on the side, Bradley? French fries always. I mean. Really? Even with steak? Oh, yeah. A little steak and frites? Yeah. Um, oh, you? boy. I, you know, I was going to say baked, but now I'm feeling mashed. <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm feeling I, mashed. I, I switch up my potato options. What about all smashed? Um, what's the difference? Smashed potatoes. It's when they like smash them instead of mashing them. Yeah. We did get this email from Lori, uh, and she said, she can't call, but she would like a medium ribeye with a twice-baked potato with also sour cream and cheese and bacon. Sour cream, comma, cheese and bacon, not mm-hmm. sour cream. Sour cream cheese sounds Sour gross. cream cheese? <laughs> well, I mean, that's all cream cheese, right? Uh, I guess. six five one six four one one zero seven one. No, seriously, this is what we're talking about. How would you... Now, let me ask you this, Bradley, while we're waiting for calls. Yeah. What's your favorite cut of a steak? A ribeye. Got the fat. Mm. I'm I'm a lover of fat. Okay, can I can I, con- flavor. can I confess something in this moment? Yeah. I don't really understand or know the difference between all the steak cuts. Well, I don't know that I really know the difference. I just know that I like a ribeye. Uh-huh. I don't like a New York strip cuz none of it none of those other none of them other cuts got enough fat for me. I hear you. My mom, you know, loves I 
I, I'm going to say controversial things, so I'll just keep my mouth shut. Well, let's go to the phones, uh, because Anna is on the line. Hi, Anna. Hi. Anna, how would you like your steak done? And while we're at it, what kind of potato would you like on the side? Yeah, so I'm a server, and so when when um, I take orders, I shudder when people order um, anything. Oh, no. well to well yeah because i need i need it medium rare or even less so like i order it medium rare so so and then and then like i love like a top sirloin because i you know i don't want the fat but all oh, the ribeye yum okay mm. oh so i'm I'm with you there. Okay. Um, and Anna, so what kind the, of potato do you want? Yeah. So with the potatoes, let's do seasoned waffle fries. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. I, I'm here yeah. for it. I didn't it. know we had waffle fries. I'm yes, there. I know, right? Thank you very much, Anna. I like it. Waffle? Seasoned waffle fries. Or Well, waffle fries with seasoned sour cream to me is yes. like, you know, that's, Thank you. that's a winner. We did get an email from Laura who said, I don't like steak, so I want a hamburger and french fries. Fine, Laura, you can have that, girl. It's your day. You can have a hamburger and french fries. I would ask then, how would you like your hamburger done? Yeah. Because for me, the answer to that is always medium. Yeah, again, medium. I know people get weirded out because they think you need to cook your hamburger. I mean, if you feel like you're in a place where your hamburger needs to be cooked till it's gray, don't eat there, please, because it's... Yeah. If the beef is suspect, you shouldn't be eating there. I feel like that should be on a t-shirt. Uh, let's go back to the phones. Who else do we have on the line, Rob? Alex. We've got Alex on the line. Hi, Alex. Hey guys. Hi. How, how do you want your steak? And while we're at it, what potato do you want on the side? Okay, potatoes, any way, any form is fine. But steak, and this is blasphemous to everyone I, everyone I tell, Uh-oh. but I hate steak. Why do you hate form. it? I just don't like it. I don't know if I had, like, some experience when I was younger that, like, gives me PTSD, but I hate steak, and whenever I tell anyone this, they think I'm crazy. So, do you have any advice of where I should go, or I I want to like steak. You want to like steak. So, here's my, this is what I think, and I bet you've heard this. I bet you've just never had, like, a an amazing steak. That's what everyone says. Right. Okay, so you need to go to, like, a proper... Yeah, I don't like girls. You just yeah. haven't met the right woman yet. <laughs> I've heard that before. It. Stop <laughs> it. But truly, truly... Okay, what's the name of that P.S. Steak? That steakhouse is where it's at. What now, is it called? It's called P.S. Steak, and okay. it's right near Loring Park, kind of on the outskirts of downtown. I promise you, you d- don't give up. Because the okay. right steak is out there for you. You just have to find it. I mean, okay. thank you for calling, Thanks, Alex. Alex. We're happy to steer, just, like, steer you. Steak. See what it's I did good. there? There are so many other tasty things to eat. Right? I mean, I don't disagree with you. There's lots of... I want, I want people to like steak because it's good. Um, also, by the way, we did get an email from Janelle who said, eight ounce tenderloin, medium rare, melted blue cheese on top, Serve that baby to me with a loaded baked potato, bacon scallions, shredded oh, she got cheese, all the and sour cream. Yum. Okay, Janelle. I, I think filet is not good. You Okay, thank you. 
No filet for Bradley. No filet. Uh, filet right. has no flavor. I, I hear you need the fat. The you fat is fat where the flavor's flavor. at. Exactly. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, Bradley, you have to tell me a story about an author that is better than any story he's ever written. You've got some intel on Dan Brown. Yep. The guy who wrote Da Vinci Code. It's it's a fascinating story. You're going to want to listen. All right. We'll talk about it after this on My Talk 107.1. Okay. So admittedly, I've never read the Da Vinci Code. I know it's shocking. I've also never seen the movie. But the author, Dan Brown, has a story that is better than any story he's written, according to Bradley. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 1071, streaming live at mytalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hi. Uh, tell me about Dan Brown. Um, well, apparently he's been living a life more fascinating than any of his books. Okay, maybe I wouldn't go that far because one of his books actually did involve, like, Jesus. And I'm not trying to say he's on that level, but I got caught up in this fascinating story yesterday about him and his ex-wife, as told mostly by his ex-wife, Blythe Brown. I don't know if she's changed her name since, but they've been divorced. But in this lawsuit that she's filed against him, she basically lays out this double life that he's been living. Mm. Now, I don't know how much into the Da Vinci Code you were back in the day. Zero. It, like, I've literally never read it, oh nor have I seen God. it. Oh, my oh God. Oh, my God. Maybe I, I'll do that this weekend. No. Maybe I'll you read have, it. like, 300 other books you need to be reading right I'm, now. I'm, do you know how quickly I get through a book? Okay. Well, actually, I will say the Da Vinci Code. She's opening an actual book right now <laughs> because I would like to point out that she brought a book with her to work, which, by the way, I would like to point out, you're only, I mean, we are in the building when we're broadcasting. When are you reading this book? I don't know. I was going to look at it while I was eating. But then I didn't. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> uh, so that's how obsessed she is. Anyway, I, if I were you, I would read The Da Vinci Code because it's a, it's just a delightful page turner and it's just a fascinating thriller and like people poo poo it because they're like, mm, whatever. I think it's great. Anyway, <laughs> um, Back to my actual story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Blythe Brown laid out um, in her lawsuit that uh, Dan Brown has literally been living a double life during, uh, or was living a double life during his marriage. Like, he was playing the role of this guy living in New Hampshire. He's a writer, writing some books with his wife who was helping him. And by the way, she was, this is the thing that I think is another sidetrack we could go on, on at some point. Oftentimes, very famous writers, their spouses or the people around them help them in ways that they're not often Mm -hmm. appropriately acknowledged or compensated. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And um, she's one of those people. I mean, she really was instrumental in his his authorial success. Nonetheless, she comes to find out that he was living a double life. And by double life, I mean, he was actually having relationships with um, several women, one of whom apparently uh, was like a Dutch horse trainer and he was like buying her horses and like traveling the world. I mean, it is just crazy and unbelievable. Can I just say how exhausting that sounds? Well, yeah, I always think that when I hear about extramarital affairs i'm well, like who has the time that's i mean that's number one and then and then i also well i i could go on about this and i don't want to do like big broad gender stereotyping because it makes it sound like i don't think that the husbands do things and i do but i think often a very 
like a very um, present and doting wife might like leave room for the guy. Wait, say that to, again. Well, it, it makes it sound like I'm blaming the victim and I'm not. Oh. But what I'm saying is like women do so much so effortlessly that if he's not, you know, he, he it would be very easy then for him to say like, oh, I've got this thing that I got to do in this other place for the book and the thing and the whatever yeah. and then go off and be with the other lady. And she's just at home, you know, doing what she's always doing and thinks nothing of it. All That's what I'm saying. It sounds like I'm making gender stereotypes, and I sort of am, but it just is, it seems like it's men that usually are living the double lives is all. Well, she's accusing him of secretly diverting funds to pay for gifts for this unnamed horse trainer, uh, which included several actual horses, and financing her business. Um, He said that this behavior took place across New Hampshire, Europe, and the Caribbean. Quote, Dan has lived a proverbial life of lies for at least the past six years, seeming to be the epitome of a world-famous novelist living a simple life in his home in uh, New Hampshire, while in reality, he was something quite different. For years, he secretly removed substantial funds from his and Blythe's hard-earned marital assets to conduct sordid extramarital affairs with Mm -hmm. women one half his age and to pursue a clandestine life. Um, I do... Am I going to... I'm going to say something that might be potentially offensive. I want her to write this book. Right? I want to read this book. Why is that offensive? I don't know. It's not. Sorry. I want her to write this book. Um, He said... Because I don't want to make, like, I don't want to be a voyeur of an unfortunate event for her if she doesn't want that. I guess that's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. But I want to read I, this book. I think she's fine with people knowing about it. Mm-hmm. Hence the lawsuit. How are we? Oh, the lawsuit. That's how we're finding out about yeah. all of this. I want to know everything. Um, He responded in a statement saying he was stunned by the allegations and called the complaint, quote, written without regard for the truth. He says he never misled his ex-wife on finances. And uh, she got half of everything. So, But what did he say deal. about the horse trainer? The horse lady? Uh, well... All he said was, for reasons known only to her and possibly her lawyer, she's created, uh, or, yeah, she has created through the suit a fictional and vindictive account of aspects of our marriage designed to hurt and embarrass me. So he doesn't address it directly, which means he's totally guilty. Duh. And doesn't want to own it, but also doesn't want to be called out for it. Oh, man. I also feel like if you're an author, like, you have such an active imagination that you could probably build a case for anything being, you know, research or part of your art or who knows what. Mm-hmm. Right. So that like, and you probably have a means by which to justify it. I'm always fascinated by the minds of authors because they have to get. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mm -hmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. 
Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. And same with like screenwriters and playwrights because they have to spend time inhabiting different characters to figure out how to write them best, right? So they have all kinds of ideas about who different people are. I just feel like they would be the kind of people who would have double lives. You're saying someone who can write fiction is often living. Yes, thank you. That's what I'm trying to say. Although, I mean, yeah, sure. I I guess it that's that's why I just think the story is so fascinating. Like you have this guy who is writing these, you know, amazing thrillers. Oh, turns out his actual life was I don't want to say just as thrilling as if implying that, you know, I want to approve of that behavior, but he was able to, you know, tell lies in a whole different venue, apparently. <laughs> oh, I sh- should not be laughing at this. This is sad. I don't um, think sh- I don't think it's sad in the sense that, you know, their marriage is over. They've divorced. Right. She's moved on. And she's in a place now where she's like, I need to get mine because he was hiding money. So go and get yours, Blythe. And don't you also kind of wonder, I wonder about like her discovery process of this. Like, how did this all reveal itself? Yeah. To her. Yeah, that, well, I always think about people who wake up to double lives, you mm-hmm. know, meaning their spouses or whomever, and that just must be a horribly gut-wrenching moment. Yes, because it's like the grief of, like, your relationship being over, but then also the grief of realizing over and over and over again that all of the things that you thought were true were not at all true. And that's got to be like a never-ending cycle of discovery of like, oh, what about that one time, though? Was that real? Did they? And then and then you got to go back and question from the beginning. Did they ever really care about me? What was this all for? Ooh. I'm sad for her. As if that wasn't D-baggy enough, there are more D-bags in the world. Celebrities behaving badly. We'll tell you who they are and what they did after this. On the Colleen and Bradley show, right here on My Talk 1071. I tried to scream. Celebrities behaving badly. We do love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. We have a name for these celebrities behaving badly. That name is D Bag. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Who's your D-bag? Um, some random walkers. Um, like the kind of tennis balls on the beginning or on the <laughs> No, like people walking. Oh, okay. People who walk. Okay. Specifically, I know this is not very celebrity, but it involves a celebrity known as the Queen. Ew, the Queen. Pip, pip. It turns out people are pooping all what? over the Queen's castle. Okay, people are pooping on the Queen's castle? Yeah, so I saw the story. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> I know what I'm going to tell you. People are dear her 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 <laughs> outside the Queen's vacation home. What? So, you know, the Queen, she has a vacation rental, Verbo. I think you can Verbo. Yeah, she, she goes through Verbo. <laughs> At Balmoral Castle in Scotland. Well, if I remember my Scottish law correctly i think um people in scotland are basically able to like walk wherever they want even if it's on private property like you have the right to walk through like if there's a 
forest on somebody's land, you can just walk through it. Oh, no. <laughs> I hate that law. <laughs> well, so does the queen because people have been pooping uh, uh, about uh, on their walks because, I don't know if you know this, COVID-19 mm-hmm. means not any public restrooms happening. Oh, I know this. And so people are like, well, we're supposed to get outside and exercise, so I'm going to go take a walk. Oh, God. Well, and he, I mean, especially if they're going for a nice little jog, that'll get stuff moving. Yeah. So porta-potties yeah, exactly. are your friend, but if they're not your friend, what are you going to do? Well, and the problem is, you know, the pooping wouldn't be so bad because, you know, poop generally how many times can we say it in the segment is biodegradable most of the time i don't know mm-hmm. what you're eating but it should be right um <sighs> wipes are not biodegradable and so people also not flushable even if they say so so don't do yeah, that that's lies and you're gonna end up paying the plumber so mm-hmm. you're just gonna have a big duty backup mm-hmm. uh, at some point but um the moral of the story is people are leaving these like non-flushable wipes. And I guess it's not just duty because ladies use them wipes too right, when right, you right. do the number one. So uh, the number ones, the number twos, uh, they're just all, there's just a rash, a rash. Well, of if wipes. you don't use those wipes, you will have a rash. <laughs> well, uh, maybe it's, bring it's some. It's a lose-lose. <laughs> maybe. Bring some actual to- loo is the key word there. Right? Maybe bring some toilet paper know, with you. Or where depends. My grandma used to always keep a roll of toilet paper in uh, a bad her idea. glove box. It's not a bad idea. Yeah. And Stuff she would actually go to the bathroom on the side of the road. I don't know what to do with that. She lived in the country. And she used to do a paper route in the country. And so it was miles between homes, right? Because arms and so sometimes you gotta go and they don't have bathrooms in the middle of nowhere so So. she just like throw the door open pop a squat on the side of the road just go down into what is in the into the drainage ditch ditch? and drain (laughs) i had i had a great aunt who actually fell in a drainage ditch once she uh and she was fine but she was there for a while okay i feel like there's more to this story and also, I don't know what to do with any of it. I'm just telling you, people are pooping at Balmoral okay. Castle, and it's not good. And she's angry about it. She's The queen is not amused. So what can she do? Well, uh, I was reading, there's this CNN article, and it lays out... I they've... love that this is being... <laughs> this, is like, this is hard-hitting news. Well... What else we got? Oh, geez. Okay, uh, go But ahead. they have, they have uh, unleashed uh, dogs throughout Balmoral Castle. To bite to the poopers? Bite the poopers <laughs> where they're at. No, I don't know what they're doing. It just says that, you know, they're really, they're really it's a problem. chuffed, I think the British would call That's it. That's what they would say. Oh, I don't like it. Would you like to know? It does I... say if you need to poop, do as far away as possible from buildings, paths, water courses, and farm animals. Bury I mean, feces in a shallow hole. Thank you for the tip. Um, I don't know how to recover from this. Um, do you know who Lily Reinhardt is? I feel like I should. She's well, an actress. Yeah, she's an actress. She is on the show Riverdale. Oh, okay. Um, well, okay. So she's been very vociferous, um, following the uh, death of George Floyd. And uh, she's been using her Instagram to discuss justice for George Floyd, but also uh, justice for Breonna Taylor. 
And she's now in a position where she needs to apologize. Why, you ask? Oh, no. Why? Well, because she did, in a, a, she did kind of a questionable thing in order to garner attention for Brianna Taylor. And this is a thing that a lot of people are doing, right? So they'll, like, you know, write something completely unrelated to get your attention and then say, you know, justice for Brianna Taylor. Here's the phone number to call, yeah. et cetera. Well, she posted a picture on her Instagram of her topless at a lake. Um, no, no. And no. with the caption, no. now that my side boob has gotten your attention, Brianna Taylor's murderers have not been arrested. Demand justice. And people, I think, appropriately were like, hey, girl, like, thanks. <laughs> but also... Maybe no. no. Um, she has now apologized to her fans for posting this tone deaf photo on social media. She said, quote, I've always tried to use my platform for good and speak up about things that are important to me. I can also admit when I make a mistake and I made a mistake with my caption. It was never my intent to insult anyone. And I'm truly sorry to those who were offended. Uh, and yeah. And then she but she did acknowledge that her caption came off as tone deaf she said i truly had good intentions i didn't think through that it could come off as insensitive I mean, so okay she did a good job of, of apologizing and you know so this is like a mild debug right because she has apologized for it but can we just sit and talk about what goes through a person's head that makes them say i know well that's why like this is why social media is so ugh, ugh. it's a rough space <sighs> If you're trying to be like, I know. Mm. And also, this is just my own opinion. If you're a white person in this moment Mm -hmm. and you find yourself going, ha ha, I know what I'll do. Mm -hmm. Mm. Yeah. That's probably not going to be like, if you don't see other people doing it, Mm -hmm. that might be for a reason. That's a clue. That's a clue. Yeah. Right? So we do say, like, don't be a follower, be a leader. But sometimes, <laughs> don't be a leader. <laughs> sometimes, just kind of lurk on Instagram and see yeah. if anybody else is showing side boob. But I, I just feel like you would know. There's a, I bet you there was a piece of her when she posted this going, I bet some people aren't going to like this, but I'm really going to make a point about my thing. <laughs> but see, the problem is in this moment, people are making it all about their thing. Mm-hmm. It's not about your thing. Mm-hmm. So like, just say the thing and get out of the way. Yeah. Right? Well, I mean, this is, and this is exactly the same thing that we were saying about Lena Dunham the other day. Yeah. Was get yourself out of the center of this, Lena. This is not about you right now. Yeah. But she just can't. And this is the other piece about I want celebrities to use their platforms for good things. I do. I also want them to, with that, recognize and acknowledge their privilege and the certain um, luxuries they've been afforded that then allow them to have the platform with which to do the good things, right? Mm-hmm. And that's a piece that often is missing, which is why I think some of those um, videos of celebrities singing Imagine and um, they did another one where they were apologizing and taking responsibility. Sometimes I think those fall flat because... Well, because... They don't, they feel hollow. Also, because the problem 
So I know everybody is, I imagine those actors think to themselves, I need to do something. I can do this. But the problems, I imagine, from where I stand, that are facing the entertainment industry and actors and actresses are not knowing that actors and actresses support the cause of Black Lives Matter Mm -hmm. and the issues around systemic racism. Mm-hmm. It's the actual systemic racism inside the acting industry and singing a song is not necessarily right. addressing those issues. Right. Right. So that's it's sort why of like a bait and switch or it's like, um, like a look over here. Yeah. And while the actors may have all the best intentions, it's like, yeah, but I think the fact that there are a lot of people of color um, who uh, are or I should say actually the reverse. There are a lot of white people doing roles for people of color. We just talked about a couple of these stories um, uh, earlier like couple, this week, yeah. like in animated series. Mm-hmm. Like those are real issues. Like the people, the actors who've like stepped aside from their jobs yeah. because they felt like it was part of the problem. Like that's I think a Jenny real statement. Kristen Bell yeah. have all said, you know what? I am voicing a character that is of mixed race and I should not be the one to do that. Yeah, that goes a lot further than like, Mm -hmm. let me sing a song on a well-produced video. I mean, okay, but like, what's that going to do? Right. Not, uh, not again, not that I'm the judge and jury of what people should and shouldn't be doing. I just think if you wonder why people are reacting to things, side boob, Mm -hmm. that might be why. So Lily Reinhardt, she did apologize it was still kind of a debraggy move. Uh, all right. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we have a Chonus bonus. And the Chonus bonus is getting paid directly to Priyanka Chopra because this publationship is paying dividends for her. I will tell you the brilliant thing she did when we come back after this on My Talk 1071. Well, we talk a lot about publationships on the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 1071 streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hi. And uh, Bradley, what's a publationship? It's a relationship for publicity purposes. And uh, one of the publicationships that we talk about a lot is Chonus. What's Chonus? Chonus is Priyanka Chopra and Nick Jonas. They're like the biggest. And when we talk about them, we have a little Chonus bonus. It's time for a Chonus bonus. Okay, this publicationship is paying serious dividends for Priyanka Chopra. I mean, I know it goes without saying, but this is exactly so what we're what we're doing in this moment here on the Colleen and Bradley show is showing you how a publicationship actually ends up benefiting the Mm -hmm. parties involved. So Priyanka Chopra's name has been on our lips almost constantly since she married Nick Jonas. She did not have a show to speak of at the time. Quantico had canceled or had uh, had wrapped up. She had done uh, movies to moderate. I'm not even gonna say moderate success. She was in Baywatch. Um, but, you know, wasn't like we were talking about her because of the work she was doing. She does a lot of humanitarian work with UNICEF, etc. But again, in terms of Hollywood, she wasn't necessarily working in a way that we were talking about her work. We were talking about her marriage. Well, now it's worked out because Priyanka Chopra has signed a first look TV deal with Amazon Studios. 
This is a multi-year pact. It is a multi-million dollar um, contract, which means that anything she's work, any project she's working on. Uh, this episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Amazon will have the first right of refusal. Now, Bradley, do you want to talk about why it's interesting that Amazon is the place where this happened? Um, Rack your brain. Well, insofar as she's got a relationship with Amazon that goes all the way back to their wedding. Yes. She had like a bridal uh, or a wedding registry at Amazon.com. And she is like one of many celebrities who've begun to sort of take their social media influence uh, real estate Mm -hmm. or not real estate so much as like their their social media influence Mm -hmm. to... Uh, Amazon. We saw Zac Efron do that. We've seen a lot of celebrities do it. She, you know, she has been like at the forefront of this kind of relationship. And clearly that relationship is now paying dividends. Again, like the thing with Priyanka Chopra, she didn't come out of nowhere. She has been, you know, she created this career for herself um, or she grew this career out of her, um, you know, acting roles in India and her wide success there and then came to the United States um, and continued to grow her brand and has been very strategic step by step in involving herself with major brands. And we saw that on mm-hmm. display in full force up to and in, uh, in throughout her wedding. Right. Right. And you'll also remember Amazon is the uh, Amazon Prime is who carried the Jonas documentary. Mm-hmm. So the two both parties have a relationship with Amazon. So this is not so far um, beyond the pale that this would be the place where she would ink this first look do- deal. But I can tell you about some of the projects she's working on. Would you okay. like to hear? Yeah. Okay, so she's currently got three, apparently three different uh, scripted and unscripted shows that are in development right now. The first one is called Being Joe. Oh, wait, no, sorry. It's called Citadel, Um, which is the Joe and Anthony Russo upcoming global event series. I don't know what What that means. Um, But in this show, Citadel, she will star opposite Richard Madden, and they will be leading the U.S. edition of this show. They call this show the, quote, mothership show and this it will be interconnected with local language productions in mexico italy and india so i don't really that's a lot of words citadel is the first project um another 
project she's working on is an Amazon Studios film called Sheila, in which she will portray the spiritual advisor Ma Anand Sheila, who is involved. Oh my God! Yes, do you know about this? Of course, Ma Anand Sheila from Wild. Well, Wild Country was the Netflix documentary about mm-hmm. the Rajneeshi. Yes, exactly. So she was involved in the 1984 Rajneeshi bioterror attack in Oregon. So this is so she will be playing that lead role. In this that is so interesting show. because um, that woman or is movie, still, I should say. Um, Manon Sheila is still with us. Oh, really? Yeah, she lives That's in so Switzerland now. Now, the third project you will find incredibly interesting because we've talked about this in the past, an unscripted TV series, which is uh, inspired by the Sangeet, which is this pre-wedding tradition that both Priyanka Chopra and uh, Nick Jonas participated in uh, the night before their wedding, in which both sides of the family of the couple meet for an evening of song and dance. And so this will be like a reality-style unscripted show that um, sort of follows different families. Mm Mm-hmm. I feel like we've heard about this that. before, right? I feel like we have too, but remember, so remember this though. I like to throw this out there because I think it's interesting that we have not heard anything about this from one party involved. Do you remember how she was making the rounds talking about this this um script she was going to work on with Mindy Kaling? Yeah, they were going to do a feature film about like an Indian wedding. About her wedding. Yeah. Based on her wedding, yeah. I should say. Um that's not listed here. And um, we've never heard Mindy Kaling talk about it. But I will just point out that Priyanka Chopra's talking about it even is probably part of what prompted this, right? Because she's getting involved in all of these different projects. And the more she talked about projects she was involved in, even if they aren't coming to fruition, it set her up as a person who was going this direction with their career and could be trusted to put together interesting content for Amazon Studios. So Amazon Studios swiped it up. Again, this publicationship has paid dividends well, this for just, her. People will often say to us, and by that I mean I don't know, but I'm assuming because I've heard, you know, I've heard this on a, a couple of times from people like, why would these people lie about their relationship? Well, first of all, we're not saying that Nick Jonas and Priyanka Chopra are lying about their relationship. I don't know what's in their hearts. Mm-hmm. I kind of don't care. The point is that they were very strategic from the beginning of their relationship to include the media, th- to create a narrative for the media's consumption about their relationship. And time and time again, it doesn't even matter how real it is. They've just been very good at creating that narrative mm-hmm. such that it drives clicks, it drives attention, it drives... and. And by default, all of that attention, and if you don't believe us, just look at Hollywood, the more attention you get, the more opportunities you get, mm-hmm. the more opportunities you get, the more money you're going to get, and the more projects are going to come your way. And this is a perfect example of it, because we were not talking about Priyanka Chopra, and I'm not saying she was nobody, but at the time, v- compared to other celebrities, right, she was not on the radar, and the only thing that changed was that they were very public about their relationship. It is not to say that she does not deserve all of this or that he doesn't deserve all of the stuff coming their way, but they what I'm saying is they have been very successful at maximizing their exposure so that they can be on people's lips when opportunities arise. Right. There's nothing, I mean, like 
I think sometimes it's misinterpreted as though we're vilifying the two of them for being in this relationship. We're not. We're just saying eyes wide open. This relationship is being put out on display for the purposes of making them more money. And here you see it working. And it's not just them. I mean, again, you, if you wonder why you, you see anybody's relationship in headlines, you got to start to backtrack and find out yeah. you know, why well, that is. Because it's perfectly possible to have a Hollywood relationship and never, ever use it for publicity or yeah. even have it covered. There are plenty of Hollywood couples who are married that are not dominating your headlines which with their very, um, you know... Um, you know, park walks. Yeah, exactly. So it's it's working for her. Mm -hmm. I can't fault her. I'm telling you, like, she's making some bank. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, Bradley, we've got some great guests. Who are we having on? We have our very good friend, Dina Lohan, and her co-pilot for a new podcast are going to be joining us. Exactly. We'll talk about, we'll talk to them about their podcast when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit amazon.com hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.